Dear young married couple, do you sometimes not feel like a team with your spouse? We know a lot of people, and we've been there too, where you just don't feel like a teammate. You feel maybe like worlds apart. Yeah. What a lot of couples tell us when they see us through counseling, and when they we talk about goals, they often say something like, I want to feel like a team. Or mm -hmm. I want to know the other person has my back when we're working together. So teamwork and feeling like a team is a really big deal for couples that want to achieve big things in the world. So today we're going to share with you at least one tactic that will help you actually feel like a team. There are probably many ways, but we're going to focus on one specific way. Before we get there, by the way, we're going to get really practical. We're going to talk about some hows and some whats, and you're going to know what to do by the time you finish this episode. But before we get there, let's talk about why people don't feel like a team. Well, I think a lot of times people get stuck in their own um, roles and responsibilities, and we just expect the other person to perform their role or responsibility. You go to your work, come home, and just be happy when you get home, you know, mm -hmm. and and make money for us or, you know, just take care of the kids and have the house clean. And, and then we get frustrated by the things that you got home late from work or the house isn't exactly clean when you're watching the kids, <laughs> whatever those are, they're kind of thankless jobs sometimes. Yeah. Um, so when we do that, of course, we're not recognizing what the other person brings to that team. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like a, we're playing, we're not playing teams. We're playing um, individuals. Right. I think another reason is that people are not faced with day-to-day -day challenges. Mm -hmm. Now, yes, people go through challenging times or a crisis of some yeah. sort. And oftentimes they feel like a team through that. We've heard a lot of people yeah. say like, we're really good at crisis. A lot of people have told us that like we, we can, you know, if we're, if we're low on money and finances, we can buckle down and, and that becomes a cause for them to mm -hmm. strive to get through. Yeah. Um, yeah. But a lot of people tell us we're, we're great. You know, we're fantastic in crisis. We're just not very good when the crisis is over. Exactly. So I think the, the missing element there is they don't have that challenge that's drawing them together as a team to work on this, to tackle it, to conquer it, whatever it is. Right. So the question would be, how do we work toward um, being a team? Mm -hmm. And of course, there are a lot of different ways that we can talk about doing this. You guys can have better communication. You can have better, all these things. Mm -hmm. But there is, I think, one powerful tactic that you can use to really change this dynamic around within a short amount of time if yes. you implement it well. And we actually um, had already been practicing this tactic quite a bit when we came across a book called mm -hmm. Tiny Habits by BJ Fogg. If mm -hmm. you've been following us for some time, you know, we love that book. And um, when we read this book, we realized the neurobiological changes that take place when you utilize this tactic. Right. So first of all, we learned that you need to, to create a habit and remember that habits um, really are the foundation for excellence. Mm -hmm. um, I think it was Will, Will Durant that said, we are what we repeatedly do. Excellence, therefore, is not an act, but a habit. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's a fantastic way of looking at life. If you can have a lot of good habits in your day, and if your day is a microcosm of your life, then how good your day is will determine how good your life is. Yeah. 
Um, so looking at the day is a really good place to start. So how do we create these little uh, bright spots in your day that build over time to create a, a brilliant life? Mm-hmm. Um, and so in that pursuit, I started reading books on um, habit formation, how to do things better. BJ Fogg in his book, Tiny Habits, talks about how do we wire something in. So first of all, it can't be massive. Like so many people say, I want to lose weight. Mm-hmm. Well, that's great. But that's there's a lot of thing, little habits that are inside that one big result that you, that you want. Mm-hmm. So how do we break this into you know, being more healthy, break that into a lot of small habits that we can implement. So that's the whole book's premise is how do we implement little habits? For instance, um, if you want to learn or if you want to floss your teeth, teeth more often, um, instead of saying, I'm going to floss every night, say, I'm going to fro- floss one tooth. Mm-hmm. That's it. And then here's the really, the key thing. Well, he says, floss one tooth. That's the tiny habit. Then you anchor that habit in your day. So you say after, you know, after I get ready for bed or after I brush my teeth, I will. So that's kind of how you anchor it in. But then there's one key aspect that we're bringing this whole discussion in because of this one last element is that you celebrate the fact that you just now flossed. Mm-hmm. because what we know from habit formation is that emotions wire in habits. This is what he says. I think it's really good. He says, emotions create habits, not repetition, not frequency, not fairy dust, emotions. <laughs> so if I can create an emotional state within myself that, hey, this is good, um, it sends off a chain of neurobiological um, events that tells my body, hey, this is a good thing to do again. Mm-hmm. So I'm creating a positive emotion with flossing by celebrating it. Yep. And that is massive if you could start um, applying this little concept called celebration into your day. And that is the one tactic that has the power to help you guys become an actual team celebration. So what does this look like? Practically speaking, we gave the example of flossing your teeth, but what is, what is the relationship to um, a marriage? Well, celebrating the small things, the tiny wins that occur in your day. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about what are some wins that you could celebrate. We'll talk about how to celebrate, but first let's talk about what to celebrate. What to celebrate? Well, Anything that your spouse brings to the table that, I don't know, is gains. Yeah. It's a gain. Any gain. There you go. So, and it doesn't have to be super significant. I think when people think of celebrating the wins in your marriage, they might think of like the milestone stuff, you know, like, you know, celebrating that we got pregnant or celebrating that we bought a new car or you got a raise. Yeah. Those are natural. You're going to celebrate those things. We're talking about the day to day stuff. Yeah. So a while back, um, I remember, actually, I remember the day and the picture of where we were, but Chris says, said, Hey, you know, um, I do the bills and that's a big load on me. And I would really like you just to recognize the fact that I do the bills and it's kind of a thankless job, but it's, 
listen, if I had to pay bills, we would not be in the house <laughs> that you see because I would forget something. I'm not, I do not pay attention to details very well. Krista does. And so we've allocated that task to her because she's just <laughs> better at it. Thanks, um, babe. Yeah. But, but in this process of us learning each other's strengths, she's taken that on. And she does a fabulous job. She, I don't think she's ever missed a payment, you know, mortgage payment. Um, <laughs> but this is a big deal. This is a day-to-day thing. This happens every single month. But it's not something that she necessarily looked forward. Like, she's not looking forward to it. Right. She's not like, I can't wait to pay those bills. But when she does do it, she f- feels a sense of accomplishment. Now, for me to see that and say, babe, I see, you know, this struggle, the all this that you put in the energy that you put into this, Mm -hmm. you know, good job. You know, thank you. I can't even imagine me doing this. And I'm just thankful that you take that upon yourself and make sure that happens. And that really matters to me. That is celebrating a mundane win, but that it does carry emotional impact. Yeah. Thanks, babe. I didn't know you were going to share that example. I didn't either. (laughs) (laughs) Another type of win to celebrate is um, parenting wins. Now, parenting wins can feel solo if you're the parent that stays at home with your kids. Um, If neither of you stay home all uh, full time with your kids, you know, a parenting win could feel kind of like um, almost hopeless. Like if they're in someone else's care and then you come home together and hear about a bad day that they had Um, and or a parenting win can feel like joint where you both tackled a hard parenting situation and um, you can celebrate something that happens with the kids or about the kids or the way you handled the kids. And um, that can be a win. And we'll, again, we'll talk about how to celebrate, but first we're just discussing what to celebrate. Right. And that's a very valuable thing Mm because some, the kids can bring so much anxiety and stress into your life. You know, when you're one of your kids isn't behaving at school and you get a note from the teacher that can weigh on you. Yeah. Like how are we going to turn this around? What are we going to (laughs) do? But, but when you do have, let's say that you do have this day that's, and you have a kid that's just (laughs) not behaving as they should, putting them down to bed and looking at each other and going, Hey, that was hard for, that's actually something that a lot of people can do is just recognizing the fact that something that they just went through was difficult. Mm-hmm. And if you can recognize that, you could see the win inherent in that getting through that. Like, hey, we made it through. It was rough. Yeah. You kept, you held it together well. Mm-hmm. We're through it. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> yes. Okay. So what else can we celebrate? Workouts are something we can celebrate. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, almost daily, I would say I share with you what my workout was. That's true. And it's not just to like download and just be like, you know, here's X, Y, and Z. It's because I want to celebrate what I did, right? Yeah. It's an accomplishment. And Adam does a good job of like asking questions about it or, oh, what does that move look like? Or that's awesome, babe. You're getting strong. And so, cause you know, CrossFit has like a different workout each day. So it's, it's always different, keeps it fun and interesting for people like me who really need to switch it up. Um, but he does a good job celebrating that with me. And you may not think of that as something to celebrate, but it is, it, it's a cel- it's, it's content worthy of celebration or even like when Adam, you know, golfs, I'll ask, you know, what was your score and who did you play with? And you know, 
how did they react and what did you say? And, and it's not just, again, a download. It's part of celebrating what went well, empathizing with what didn't. Mm -hmm. Another one would be friendships, mm -hmm. you know, walking a friend through a hard time and like, man, you really handled that situation. Well, what we're trying to do is bring to mind all the, all of the situations that we go through on a daily basis or a weekly basis that could potentially be either hard or just, you know, you got through it. It was good or mm -hmm. it went better than expected just to recognize what it was, that emotional impact that we got through and we got through it together. And by you recognizing the fact that, Hey, you did a good job or we did a good job. It brings us together. Yeah. It really does. Totally. Like, hey, fabulous. So like after we shoot this video, we'll probably be like, all right, awesome job. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like this is a, it's a mental we're putting out, right. We're talking about a win and like we got a video done and good job. We're ahead of time. Like this video is ahead of schedule. <laughs> this particular one yeah. is not ahead of schedule. <laughs> well, it should be. <laughs> but, but we'll celebrate that we got it done. But what I'm trying to draw out is this is a, this is a routine thing that yeah. needs to happen. Yes. But we can either see this as it's just mundane. It's just mm -hmm. something we have to do. Yeah. We could turn that into a go us. Yes. Um, another type of win to celebrate is, um, spiritual insight. So like when your spouse, uh, gains something spiritually, whether that was in prayer or something they read or studied, um, and they share it with you gleaning from them being, you know, teachable and then celebrating that they gained that insight. Like, babe, that's awesome. I'm, I'm really glad to hear that you, you know, found that or what a neat find. I've never heard that before or in that way. Sounds like it really impacted you. Mm -hmm. And so that can be a celebration as well. Yeah. Uh, when your spouse makes a great meal, you could celebrate that. Mm -hmm. um, when your spouse looks beautiful or handsome, you can celebrate that. There are a gazillion ways. And it could sound, we're, we're using the word celebrate. You can also uh, substitute that for the word, just appreciation. Yeah. Or compliment. Um, but really thinking through the lens of celebration puts you on a team together. Yes. Right. Um, another one would be like, um, if you witnessed to somebody and you're like, man, like I really connected with this person and shine my light. And, you know, I feel like they might be open to a Bible study or they might want to come to church or whatever the case may be celebrating that with your spouse as a win, not only for, you know, your marriage, but also for the kingdom. Mm -hmm. So those are just some practical ways that, um, that you can maybe analyze your life. And there's probably a lot more than we're leaving on the table here. Oh, wait, another one. Okay. We talked about like the, the big financial wins or like getting a raise at work, but the small financial wins are important too. you know, like if you paid off one credit card or you, um, you, maybe you met your budget for the week or the month, like that's a win and, and talk with each other about that. Like, Hey, we stayed under budget by this many dollars in this category, even celebrate those wins too. Mm -hmm. All right. So how to celebrate. Okay. Okay. How do we celebrate? So we have some specific examples of how we celebrate. Um, and then I'm sure you could add to this list and we've alluded to it a little bit, but one of those things is just, you know, end of the day, end of the night, after we put the kids down, just recounting what happened that day and saying, Hey, we did it. Even if it was hard, especially when it comes to parenting stuff, like just having empathy for each other. And man, that was hard. Mm-hmm. 
but we did it. Yeah. We routinely do that Uh when it's a hard day or a lot of clients in that day. Um, Even though we love working with clients, it's, it's a lot to hold people's, you know, burden in their hard situations or even their wins. Right. Yeah. So we're routinely just celebrating the fact, Hey, we got through a day or we worked through that content or mm-hmm. so we find ways of, of, you know, talking through that, like, Hey, this went really well today. Yes. Another common script. And this is, I'll, I'll give you like two sides of this script that we use a lot. One is go us. So we'll actually say the, that those two words, we'll say, Hey, go us. And, um, but the other side of that is obviously knowing like that God empowers us to do that. So gratitude to the Lord and we'll juxtapose those together. You know, we'll say go us. And then we'll say, God knows what he's doing or thank you, Jesus. Like, I'm so thankful for what he did today or that he gave me the strength to get through that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, or that he created opportunity. So really recognizing where the source is, but then also God empowered us to do it. So go us and high-fiving is another one. We'll give each other a high five and that you're doing a, a good service to your brain. Remember you're wiring in to keep doing those things, whatever the wins are, if you celebrate it, you're wiring that in your brain. Every time you give a high yeah. five, every time you say, you know, go us. Or fist bump. Or a fist bump. Yeah. yeah. Another way that we um, celebrate the wins, uh, this is more of like kind of that scaffolding to make sure that you go back into your day and think about it would be um, asking, hey, what went well in a relationship today or mm-hmm. what went well today? Yep. And often wins will come up where we worked through a situation well or, um, but this is just, if you really start looking for it, you'll see it everywhere. Yes. Another one is, um, when you get home, whoever gets home second. So the person who's already home and the other person gets home, um, kissing your spouse before you kiss the kids, um, giving your spouse a hug before you hug the kids. It lets your spouse know they're a priority. And the win there is I'm so thankful to see you. We're on the same team. Mm-hmm. What a win that we showed up together today in this spot and we're, we're reunited. You think of like a soccer team or a football team, like when they come together to practice or they come together for the game, they're together, they're mm-hmm. united. Mm-hmm. And that's part of the win is the unity. So hug each other, kiss each other first. It's good for your kids. We promise we've done other episodes on this, but that's part of celebrating as well. Yeah. Is that it? I think so. Are there other ways that you can think of? Not off the top of my head. Hopefully though, this gives you an opportunity to think about your day, your lifestyle, what happens in any given week that you could start recognizing your spouse and recognizing um, how you've worked together through adversity, Mm -hmm. through life, through the boringness of life, if that's it. But <laughs> Hopefully it's not the boringness that often. But what I, the point I'm making though, is you could celebrate anything. Mm-hmm. Um, you could yeah. look at things. It's a choice that you're making to see things through a, a positive lens of yes. how the other person is on your side and we're working toward a better future. When you said that, it reminded me of another example of like, Uh, we started a new routine Mm -hmm. of several days a week. If he takes the kids in the morning, I'll fold a load of laundry. And like, that's a big win for us. Cause I'm like, I found a a new way to like, make sure we stay on top of the laundry. And if every day you take the kids, I fold a load of laundry, just the way our schedule works, like that works out really well. And that's Mm -hmm. a win. So I folded a load of laundry before I left for the gym and Mm -hmm. and it works out really well. Yeah. 
So if you want to start creating this uh, more team aspect in your marriage, maybe that's been lacking. Start start this this day. Start tomorrow. Start, start today. Yeah. I mean, C.S. Lewis said, I, I found this quote. I thought it was really good. You can't go back and change the beginning, but you can start where you are and change the ending. Yes. And if you put a little, little tiny practices into your marriage, these, this will reap. Yeah. So there's one tactic to help you become a better team. I was just thinking about, you know, so many people too, like have pretty good lives and they work really hard for those lives. Mm -hmm. It's like planting a tree and working really hard to cultivate that tree. And then that tree starts producing fruit. But what I see so many people doing is neglecting to actually taste the fruit and enjoy the shade. Oh, that's good. So make sure yeah. that, you know, you take the time to pull a piece of fruit off and enjoy it with your spouse. Like go yeah. us, you know, where we built, we planted this tree and, and this is so nice. We get to enjoy this shade. You don't have to be, doesn't mean you're complacent. Yeah. But or dramatic or even dramatic. like it doesn't have to be like we're going out for ice cream because we yeah. folded a load of laundry. I mean, it doesn't have to be like that. Yeah. So, <laughs> so much of life is not in the extremes. Yes. So learn to celebrate. We wanted to let you know, be on the lookout. We are going to be doing two adventure and intimacy retreats next year. Mm-hmm. One on the West Coast, one on the East Coast. We don't have all the details for you yet, but we do have dates and approximate locations. Be thinking about it. Yes. So for the West Coast, um, our adventure and intimacy retreat will be June 22nd through the 24th. That's a Thursday, Friday, Saturday with an optional Sunday morning um, sunrise hot air balloon ride. And um, it's going to be so much fun. We're looking forward to it. There will be whitewater rafting. There will be lots of fun activities and five marriage sessions all focused on adventure and intimacy. So that's West Coast mm-hmm. and then East Coast. So those dates are going to be October 19th through the 22nd and most likely, I think, somewhere around North Carolina. Um, so hopefully that's close to you. And well, if it's not, just get a plane. <laughs> <laughs> but it's going to be awesome. We've been honing this material for a while. Yes. Um, we had a retreat last year. That was absolutely phenomenal and fun. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're, we're wanting to continue the trend. Yes. We wanted to make a way for people to enjoy the in-person retreats. Um, and even if your church is not hosting a retreat and you want to come to a retreat, because a lot of churches um, do make their retreats private. It's yeah. closed just to the members of their church. Yeah. A lot of people ask us that, like, can we come to this one? Or why mm-hmm. are some of the treats? So why are so many of the retreats closed Mm -hmm. and that's not us closing them. That's just what they requested. Right. And so, you know, we want to be able to serve more people and this is a way to do that. So they are open. They will be um, a little bit more large scale, but there will be limited spaces. So if you want to come to the West Coast retreat or the East Coast retreat um, in 2023, start looking at the dates, put it on your calendar. And as soon as we have registration available in the next few weeks, um, we're going to put that on Instagram. So be looking, be on the lookout for that on Instagram and it will go out to our email list. So if you're not on our email list, go download one of our freebies and you'll be on our email list and we'll send that out to you as well. Yeah. Stay tuned. It's going to be such a great time. This is like one of our favorite things to do. Yes. So lots of information, like three days of um, 
of information and well and working and, on your marriage right and there's something special about getting out of your city and, mm -hmm. and away from the kids yep and just focusing on you two and your intimacy and taking you guys your marriage to the next level yes we're looking forward to it we'll share more details soon we love you guys you have an awesome week and we'll see you next week